Welcome to the Life First Business Podcast, a space for ambitious female solopreneurs looking to redefine success on their own terms with businesses that work around their life goals. I'm your host, Leonie, an ex-architect turned business owner turned business coach. And in each episode, I'll be diving into actionable strategies, mindset shifts, and tips and hacks to help you build a service-based business that aligns with your unique vision for success. If you want to break free from the hustle, find more ease and flow in your work and design a business that puts your life first, then you're in the right place. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Life's First Business podcast. Today we are talking all about solopreneurship, the power of having a solopreneur business model and some of the missteps to avoid if you are operating your business in this way. So for many of us who have gone into business as a service provider and want to have a solopreneur business model, which basically means that we are the person doing all of the client work and we don't have any employees and we don't have any business partners. So we're essentially a company of one. And there's a great book on this subject that I recommend you go and read if you haven't read it called Company of One. And there are a lot of pros to having this kind of business. If you want a business where you're doing work that lights you up, where you feel aligned, and it's that service that you're providing to your clients or your customers that is the aligned work that lights you up. You don't want to be spending your time managing a team or you know, managing employees and dealing with everything that comes along with that. Then this business model is ideal for you. And it also is a business model that affords you maximum amount of flexibility because You're not having to take anyone else's needs other than you and your clients into consideration. And you can design your business exactly the way you want. And the important way to go about this is to make sure that your business aligns to your values, your personal values, your work values, and also is engineered in a way that it affords you the flexibility that you want, affords you the lifestyle that you want. And it's a different way of thinking around about business compared to say a business which is all about growth it's a very common assumption when we go into business or when people start businesses that growth is the goal to continue to grow to see growth year on year and these people are building businesses that they eventually hope to sell more often than not when you're building a solopreneur business your goals are different your goals are to have a business that affords you a better life for you than if you were an employee. So it's a very different way of thinking about business and it's more about sustainable work practices, sustainable income, sustainable schedules that work around the life that you want and not around about growth at any cost. So it's a different way of thinking about your business and There are some cons that you need to look out for when it comes to being a solopreneur. First of all, that you are the person bearing all the responsibility. You are wearing all the hats. You've got to do all the work that you that lights you up and that you love. But you're also most often doing all the work that you might not enjoy all the other aspects of owning a business. And it's a steep learning curve and it's definitely a... A juggling act you know there's a lot to juggle and 
there are ways that you need to go about your business to make sure that this juggle and this wearing all the hats and doing all the work yourself as a company of one doesn't become overwhelming. So number one in that is to is to make sure that you are avoiding unnecessary complexity. So keeping your business simple, keeping it streamlined, keeping it clear and strategic and not overloading it with different complexities, whether that's in your office suite, whether that's, you know, the way that you're structuring your business, the way you're delivering your services, you want to try and keep it as simple as possible so that you as one person on your own can easily manage it and keep on top of it. You want to make sure that you're staying true to your vision. So in doing that, you need to have a clear vision from the outset, which you review, you know, periodically and regularly to keep on top of that vision and make sure that the actions you're taking are in line with that vision and you're not straying too much from that path that you've set out with your vision and with your business plan and with your goal. Now, that's not to say that you can't have help in your business. You can outsource elements of your business. You can subcontract elements of your business. You can use contractors for parts of your business. But the idea is that you're in control of everything. You haven't got a business partner. You haven't got employees. And what's important to note before you are going to outsource things, before you're going to contract work out, it's important to have clear systems in place so that that outsourcing doesn't become another overwhelming task in your business. Because what often happens with a lot of us is we're so overwhelmed in our business and we don't have any clear processes or systems or ways of doing things in place. It's like reinventing the kitchen sink every time we do something. So then the thought of outsourcing is just another overwhelm because you're like, where would I even start with getting someone else to do this task in my business when I don't really know exactly how to do it myself or I'm doing it slightly differently every time? There's no systems and processes in place, so it's going to be more work for me to outsource it than just to do it myself. And that comes into play so often where people are like, oh, it's, it's easier for me to just do it myself. And if you are planning to outsource elements of your business, you know, putting in the time up front to get these systems set up, to put processes in place so that it's easy and smooth and simple to outsource those tasks that you don't want to be doing to free up some of your time. Now, this is something that you're not going to be able to do off the bat. It's something that you need to work towards and that it means scheduling time to create these processes, to create these systems and have things in place so that when you are ready to outsource elements of your work, it's easy, it's simple, it's uncomplex and it doesn't make you feel like this is just going to overwhelm me even more trying to explain it to someone else and manage someone else doing it. So that's a key part of creating your solopreneur business in a way that it gives you the freedom and the flexibility that you're going into it for in the first place. And then you need to think about sustainable growth strategies. So if you are wanting to grow your business, being strategic about the way that you're planning to do that in a way that it's not going to hinder the fact that you are running this business on your own. So having a clear plan on creating things that are going to free up your time, compounding tasks is a way to think of it. So what things can you put time into up front into your business, which is going to save you time over and over again? 
these are sustainable ways of growing your business in a, in a way that you can free up more time for client work because you're having to work less on the other elements of your business or you're streamlining your delivery of your client work in a way that it makes it quicker for you to deliver that work or you're creating a one-to-many offer or you're leveraging your time in some way so that you can grow your business without needing to expend more of your time, freeing up your time from the level of income or the number of clients that you can work with and the amount of impact that you can have. So thinking about those growth strategies in a really sustainable way. And you need to make sure that your business model is personalized for you. So, you know, it's not about looking at what everyone else is doing and thinking, well, that must be the right way of doing it. It's letting go of the shoulds. It's letting go of the comparison. And it's really getting down to the foundations of what you want in your business and reverse engineering from there. And it's something that I'll be talking about again and again and again. But that process of reverse engineering from your overall vision is the key. And then working out the roadmap and the steps that you need to take to bring that vision to fruition and manifest that vision. So those are the kind of key things to remember when you're creating your solopreneur business, keeping it simple avoiding over complicating your business, not getting distracted by the next shiny thing, not expecting that business is always going to be really exciting because we it's exciting when we start our business. We have this idea like everything's new. It's scary, but it's exciting. And sometimes we're always chasing that excitement all the time and, you know, adding new things like we're ideas people, we're entrepreneurs. But sometimes that creating new things, getting shiny object syndrome, coming up with new offers, we just end up overcomplicating our businesses and then it's detrimental on us creating business that affords us the life that we want. So, you know, really avoiding those shiny objects and, you know, staying on a path that's true to your vision and accepting that sometimes that's boring. It's not always going to be exciting all the time. And where you, where do you do want to innovate and where you do want to, you know, bring that entrepreneurial creativity is in how you can strategically grow your business, how you can start leveraging your time, how you can start spending time on compounding tasks in your business so that it gets easier, it gets simpler, not more complicated. So that's a really big one to keep in mind when you're running your solopreneur business. Whether you're creating your solopreneur business for a season in your life and maybe further down the line you would like to take on extra people or whether you want to stay this way for the whole life cycle of your business, you know, working on those compounding tasks, working on getting those systems and processes in place making sure that you're putting time aside for that business development work, that you're not solely overcommitted on client work so that you never have time to start thinking about these things that are going to start to liberate you in the long run is another really important thing to think about when you're on your solopreneur journey. So yeah, so many positives of having a solopreneur business. It's something that's really true to me in my business because I have been running my architecture and interior design business for the past five years and I always knew I didn't want to have a big studio of staff. It, I, 
it's just not what I wanted, particularly in this phase of my life. And I'd got to a point in that business where I'd kind of hit a ceiling and I needed to start doing some of these tasks of leveraging my time better so that I could grow my business without having to put more time into it. And the story goes that I started working with an online business coach in thinking about ways I could do that in my own business and in going through the whole designing your business model, looking at your skills, looking at what lights you up, I realized that I wanted to take a different direction. And I started the Happy Heart Co. And here I am recording this podcast. So, you know, sometimes you do need to chase the shiny object, but you need to be really, really strategic about it. And you need to have that clear vision in place of why you're doing it. And you need to validate the idea that you have before you go down that path. So that's just a side note. You know, although I'm saying keep it simple, it's not always exciting. Sometimes you do need to take a left turn, but you need to be really clear and strategic around that when you are doing it. So yeah, those are all the things that you should be considering if you want to be a solopreneur in business, you want to stay that way for the foreseeable future. Avoid that overcomplexity. Make sure that you're creating growth in a sustainable way and make sure that you're creating that clear vision and have a plan around that vision to get you there and if you want some help to get this done then you've got the perfect opportunity to build your life first business plan as a solopreneur kicking off on January the 16th we are running well I am running a four-week free mini course called the Life Fair, Your Life First Business Plan. It's specifically for solopreneur service providers. There's going to be a group of us working through this all together to build our business plan for the next 12 months and beyond to make sure our businesses are working in a way that affords us the life that we want to lead, that considers our founder need at the centre of that business plan and make sure that the way that we're working aligns with what we truly want to do, aligns with our values and gives us the time freedom or flexibility or location freedom that we're looking for in our business journeys. So if you want to jump on board with that with a group of other amazing solopreneur women that already signed up, head to www.thehappyheartco.com forward slash life. You can find that link in the show notes. You can get all the details there and sign up going to be really it's an actionable course you will come out on the other side with a clear plan it's going to consider everything from you know really practical elements like your cash flow your income to thinking about your mindset thinking about building the right mindset for you to have this really powerful business model that's going to afford you the life you want this is a high value course the reason I'm running it free is because this is the first time I'm running this course I want to be able to get as many people through the door to be able to learn from people's experience, get their feedback, understand exactly what's really hitting for them, where they're wanting the most help so that I can improve it. And then I'll be able to offer this as a paid course in the next round. So if you want to jump on it for free, this is your only opportunity to do that. Kicking off on January the 16th. So if you want to join us, I'd love to see you there. So head to the link to sign up and get all the details.